Welcome to Gratitude, the grad school guide for student physical therapists. I'm Gabby. And I'm Sarah. And we are two physical therapy students on our journey to get that DPT debt free. And our vision for you is to get through PT school on your first try without any debt. Join us as we navigate through the insanity of physical therapy school together. Welcome everyone to another episode of Gratitude and for today we have a special episode because we are going to be talking about some really exciting life transitions and the topic of long-term clinicals, how to prepare for them, um, you know, what to expect and we are so excited to be here. So Sarah, tell us all of the new life updates that's happened this week. All of the life updates. So for those of you who have reached out, uh, I apologize. I am very slow at getting back to all of you right now because I just moved down for my long-term rotation. So as you can see, I'm not in Pennsylvania anymore. Um, not in Ohio. <laughs> I was kind of going between the two for a while. I'm down in Florida for my long-term rotation. So I'll be here. I just signed a lease for 14 months. So I'm really excited. So guys, this is where, where I'm at right now, chilling. I don't know if you can really see, but I found a shaded spot because <laughs> it is hot right now. In sunny Florida. It looks like Sarah was giving me a tour. And if you guys live in Florida, <laughs> then I mean, you're used to it. But from my point of view, it just looks like I don't know, heaven. It like vacation. And I'm going to be honest, it's not going to hit me until, so I had a friend come down and help me move. And when she leaves, then I think it will hit me. Like, this is not just a vacation that we're leaving, you know, to go back home after this, you know, after Monday. So uh, yeah, we're here. We literally got rid of everything and moved down here because we did not want to take a U-Haul. So we shoved everything into two cars and here we are. And here you are. So Sarah, when do you start your first clinical? So my long-term rotation starts not this Monday, but next Monday. So on the 24th, um, and it'll be an inpatient rehab. And that's all I really know for now. <laughs> that's so exciting. And we'll get more into that, but I'm so happy for you. And I know everybody give Sarah some places to eat if you're in Florida, any tips, um, but so excited for you. Can't wait to visit whenever that time may be, but it's for some good grocery stores. Cause honestly, I'm not going out for a while guys, but I would love the recommendations for when I'm able to, you know, when we're all safely able to go out again, uh, I'll save them for later. But Gabby, what about you? Where are you up to this week? Let's see. Um, so this week was the end of my fifth week in clinical. Wow. That's crazy to say. And it has kind of flown by seven weeks is kind of a weird, like middle, uh, middle ground. And I, I'm, I had like my five, my fifth week feedback and so far so good. Things are going well. I'm on track right now for this clinical and, you know, performing more evals by myself with, you know, assistance um, and like guidance from my CI. I'm going, I'm treating patients like six to seven patients a day. So it's been really crazy and kind of, kind of crazy to think about. I haven't had a minute to just take it all in. 
because I feel like every day I'm just always on the go. Um, and yeah, I'm just ready to kind of uh, reflect about that and have a break. So I have two more weeks of clinical, um, a, grand, a grand rounds presentation, my PE exam, and then I'll be done. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. Who else also, if you guys are on live or team replay, put down below, but who has a PEAT exam? Because I'm going to be honest, I don't think we have one. I don't know. I had to look, but you guys, I'd love to hear because uh, Gabby's is coming up soon. Send her all the tips <laughs> yes. for how that's going to go. Yeah. Everybody's like, don't worry about it. You're going to be fine. I just talked to one of my professors and she's like, you're going to be great. You need this percentage to pass. And I, I'm just like, I mean, this is not even the NPTE. This is a practice exam. However, for my program, you have to pass, we take two, you have to pass one or the other. So, um, yeah, it's been, it's been kind of a crazy time, but it's all good. It's coming to a close very soon. And yeah, so speaking of that um, and being on clinical rotations, we wanted to talk more about that as Sarah is about to start and I'm not quite in my long-term rotations. This is kind of like the middle ground, but I will be transitioning in September to a 12-week rotation. Um, and Sarah, have you, you said you haven't heard anything from your clinic? Nope. I need to email them tonight. <laughs> yes. I literally just got a CI. The first one couldn't take me. And then they just like confirmed it like yesterday. And yesterday was our virtual white coat ceremony too. So it's just like a lot this week. <laughs> oh yeah. No, it's, it's wild. And for all of you who are just like, uh, you know, there's so many life events going on, but then you have your clinical and then just so many different things. It could be really hard to, to balance it all. And there's no perfect balance, but to figure out, okay, like, what are my priorities? What do I need to do? And honestly, your schedule is going to change. So if you're one to like write things down, get things done. Um, what I found is I am only doing like one to two tasks a day because it's different than school. Um, cause you're in the clinic full day. If you guys have a commute, it makes it more. Um, so really just trying to like simplify what you need to do during this time. Um, and I'm not going to lie. It's been really hard to be disciplined with studying. Um, if you have to study for an exam or if you're studying for the NPTE, uh, it's, it's a challenge, but, um, yeah, Sarah, what is one, one thing that you're nervous about going into clinical and one thing you're just like ready and excited to to like go in well I will say this is different so we're talking about long-term clinicals today guys you all know you probably had or are going to have soon like a two-weeker or five-weeker or something kind of short right maybe a seven-week rotation most PT schools also have a long-term rotation I don't know put down below if you guys have that or kind of, you know, how your setup is, but most of them also have some kind of like 12 week or, you know, 10, 12, 15 week rotation um, at one place, or you split that between two floors or something like that. And so there's just, you know, it's so different. And I think for this, I'm more worried about um, because it's inpatient again, and I, I worked inpatient before, but it's been a while, so I, I worked full-time as a rehab aide in inpatient hospital um, during my gap year, 
And so I'm familiar, but I think I'm most nervous about becoming familiar with the note-taking side and the documentation and figuring out like how I can do things while maybe the patient doesn't realize it's like a test, you know, kind of like when you're following their eyes to see if they have nystagmus when they're moving to get out of bed and that kind of stuff. Um, because in school, you're used to like, okay, I'm doing this test and this is how I'm doing it, but I might not have all that time to do it. So I think that's what I'm most nervous for is the documentation, right? Like I'm not used to the documentation side, but most excited, honestly, just to get out into clinic. Like I don't even have any words for this. I love clinic. I love not sitting in the classroom. Most of us are in PT school because we love to not be sitting down all day, right? We love the human interaction. We love seeing results of people progressing. And that's what I'm excited about getting back to. I love that. And that's what it's all about. And it's so fun, especially for all of you who are going through and have been in online and transitioning into clinical. You're going to love it if you haven't um, already done so. And and I think that's a big thing to bring up is the documentation because a lot of us, we don't get a ton of documentation in school. Um, I know every program is different, but it's, you know, it's tough. And one thing that I struggled with, and this was like the first week, I described it as my pivotal week because I was able to efficiently document while also like, you know, giving time to the patient. And that's one thing that I struggled with really in the first like, three weeks, three, three to four weeks. And um, my CI was like, Gabby, you need to get your like notes done or else I'll have to catch up at lunch. And some days I would just be more stressed about taking my notes than others. But I realized it's not as stressful once you have that repetition and the practice of it. And, you know, all documentation systems are going to be different between where you're going to go. Sarah, I don't know if you will use, um, Epic. I know a lot of hospital systems do that, but just seeing like what, what documentation you're going to be using and then, you know, telling your CI off the bat, like, Hey, I didn't get a lot of documentation practice in school. And this is going to take time for me to adjust. Let me know, like, I want all the feedback in regards to my notes, how I can improve. And that's one thing like telling your CI in the you know, first week when you're meeting with them and discussing your strengths and weaknesses, areas to improve all of that. Yep. Agreed. If you guys uh, love documentation, <laughs> you can send me some tips because that is not something I love. And I know that's not something many people love because uh, that's not why we got into physical therapy, but it's, you know, depending on your clinical, a necessary part of your job. Mm -hmm. Exactly. That's, that's so huge. Um, but for people, so Sarah, you said that you worked in an inpatient rehab facility before. Any tips or advice just from that previous experience for a student who may not have had that exposure and going into a, you know, a hospital rotation and kind of freaking out a little bit about it? <laughs> Man, I don't know if I have tips because I've never been on the PT end of it. I was just on the aid end of it. And I, I want to share one story. Uh, I think the biggest thing is to just stay calm no matter what happens. Um, I remember one time I was helping an OT student. I was not helping, but like I was an aide, you know, I was 
and not helping her in her OT stuff, but I was just assisting her with some transfers and, you know, stuff like that. So it was this person who had a spinal cord injury and it was, I don't remember what level, but he had no function. It was probably like C6. He had no function of his upper extremity or lower extremities. Um, and he was a big guy and she was very small and she did not feel comfortable. She had been practicing all day to transfer. Uh, she was practicing on like some of the PTs, some of the OTs just to feel comfortable with it. So when it came time to transfer this person, then she would be okay. So we were transferring him from the bed to the powered wheelchair and we almost made it. We were like so close, but he didn't get his butt all the way on. And I, she started to freak out. Like you could see it in her face. And I was just trying to talk her through it. Like, all right, we need to lower him to the floor. You need to press the staff assist button. Like we need to get people in here um, to get him back into the bed. And so she had a mental breakdown after that. And I, I know many students have also had that same mental breakdown when you have to push the staff assist button. Like you need other people to help you or you push the code blue or whatever, you know, codes you guys have just, you know, do your best to stay calm. Like you have been trained for this, you know, review that stuff. And um, you may be surprised how it actually ends up going, you know, when you're in the moment and you're getting the stuff done and you're doing it like you were taught and um, you're getting the patient, the help that they need as soon as you realize they need it, like ASAP. So don't be afraid to push the buttons. Oh, that's huge. That's really good advice. And I'm glad you brought that up because We've been getting messages, especially starting acute care inpatient, and it is it is scary because you've never you know been in this setting before. You've done it in class, but working with classmates is totally different. And and you know really just it's okay, um, and it's definitely difficult. You're going to have your um, you know challenging days, and then days where you're going to see breakthroughs within yourself, within patients who you're. Um, you know, who you're seeing for three hours, could be up to three hours a day, um, depending. And it's just really, really rewarding. So Sarah, I'm excited to hear more about how this clinical goes as you are going through and the interdisciplinary aspect as you brought up um, the OT student. Yeah, I'm excited to see how it goes. I love working with OTs, like OT students, you know, I think the interdisciplinary interdisciplinary aspect of it it's actually really fun it's, it's kind of like a it's more problem solving because you're working together to figure out how to best care for this person sitting in front of you so I'm really excited and with that we hope you all enjoyed this episode and we will be back next week for more but let us know if you're going on clinicals and you can always watch us here this is a day that we don't usually record on um, but Come in the Student Physical Therapist Network group. We are here and you can see us in the morning. LOL with my coffee, but it's okay. <laughs> Look guys, we can have some communal coffee mornings together and uh, enjoy it. So thank you guys for coming on here. I know it's a weird time. It's a Saturday, but we appreciate it. And we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening to Gratitude, the grad school guide for student physical therapists. If you like our show and want to know more, check out our Instagram and Facebook page linked in the description.
looking for a gift for a friend, classmate, professor, co-host of a podcast, or really anyone? Physio Memes got your back with apparel, drinkware, and home decor. And if you go to physiomemes.com, you can get a 20% off coupon with the code gratitude, spelled G-R-A-D-I-T-U-D-E-2020. And don't forget to check out his social media for a good study break laugh. As always, make life humorous.